a podcast made by Watford fans, fans for Watford fans from the Rookery End. Hello there. You're listening to From the Rookery End. I'm Tim Walklate and perhaps you might be able to remember me from back in February when I was joined by two very lovely gentlemen, one from Granada, another from Udine, and we're back. We're back to talk about how Udinese and Granada have got on. As we walk along approaching the Watford Ring Road, I'm joined by uh, Pablo Polo, a Granada fan. Hello. And I'm joined by Paolo Pascolo, a Udinese fan. Yes, guys, how are you? Where should we start? Pablo, how was Granada's summer? Uh, well, we actually, as usual, had a lot of fun. A couple of nice defenders, uh, right, right back uh, from uh, Benfica, Miguel Lopez, Matteo Doria, the Brazilian centre back. He looks pretty, pretty decently. Uh, especially, I would say, uh, Rene Crin, who is a midfielder, defender, which is uh, on loan from uh, Inter Milano, and he's, uh, he's probably the best, the best signing so far. And remind us, where did Granada end up last season? They escaped relegation miraculously, I would say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. We got uh, 10 out of the last 12 points, and that actually saved us. It was right in the, in the last game that we, we had a draw at home against Atletico Madrid, and that uh, saved us because of the teams. Uh, yeah, the results were actually quite good for us, so it was quite dramatic, actually. But uh, we're getting used to it. So. Let's see, I hope we, it's, it's not that bad this year, but if the result is the same, well, it's welcome. I've, I've got to say, I mean, I watched a couple of Granada matches on TV towards the sort of tail end of last season. I was astonished that you stayed up. I thought, some, like the way you play football, I thought, and I don't want to like, you know, dig the knife in, stick the knife in, but I thought, I thought you were awful. <laughs> yeah, it's true, it's true. We, then we had a uh, couple of uh, managers last year, last year that they were uh, yeah, sacked. And it's this one who they assigned uh, four matches uh, before the end and uh, he actually managed to win three matches and draw the last one and that's what saved us uh, it was it was kind of a miracle <laughs> to be frank and uh, well he's the same manager who's still this this year i think the way he's proposing to play is a lot better so even if this year we haven't served really well uh, we're playing a lot better than we did last year we're touching the ball at all we did a very very good game in uh, santiago bernabeu a couple of weeks back still the results are not the best ones somehow i'm i'm, I'm optimistic and i think we if we keep on playing like that uh, we should win more than we lose paolo how about how about udinese how, how was the summer how how was the end of, of last season and okay what, last what season we were struggling to stay like up in the Serie A. that was a big deal summer was like a split feeling on one side, we were really happy about the new stadium and getting finished for the season, etc., etc. On the other side, there was the fear that like, the promotion of Watford would be like, affecting our like, campaign. But for the rest, uh, yeah, we managed to keep like, Di Natale with us, so it's good. I mean, that's quite interesting because like... we were talking about that last, uh, last yes. season. We didn't, we didn't think he was going to stay. We thought he was going go to go to the US. Yes, that was like, you know, an idea, but I think... Uh, he decided that since he has a lot of interest and investments in Udine, he's going to stay in Udine and then maybe wait for like a sort of administrative managerial position. Anyhow, we managed to keep like Di Natale. We didn't manage to keep like Giampiero Pinze. It was like our another iconic figure for the team that just left one two weeks ago. Yes, sir. We were a bit uh, 
a bit, let's say, uh, disappointed of the way we have started in terms of results, not in, instead of uh, not in terms of playing. But yeah, we'll see. I think we have a lot of room to improve, and uh, yeah, results should should come early. And what about Udinese? I mean, it's probably s less dire. Yeah, we're not performing as like the <laughs> we're supposed to perform, looking like the caliber of our players. The point is, like, uh, even like in the last seasons, like the last five, ten seasons, we've never been able to be like quite consistent in our results. So we are like win the first games and then having like a blackout during uh, winter. Oh, we are like starting uh, losing the beginning and then getting better in the second half of the season. So that one's been always like a problem for Dinese, a bit of a consistency in the performances. So, I mean, do you think it's too early to say? Are we, I mean, this is obviously... Uh, it's not too early to say that we're like in a crisis because um, even like uh, our owner, Gianpaolo Pozzo, had a chat with the players after the last game, telling them that uh, if something's not going to change, it's going to like change the team. So, like selling people like in January or February and getting new people in. So, of course, we can talk about crisis at the moment. Yeah, I hope like that. You know, we bought like some new players at the, like Lodi just arrived. Uh, but at the same time, I think like there's a bit of like split between the supporters and the management and the owners. So, of course, this one will affect uh, the result of the team because you know, for example, the last team we play at home. The crowd was booing the team after the game because we lost. It's been a while. I mean, it's been, what, six months since we three were together and we talked about the state of affairs. Watford have got promoted. Pablo, for Granada, how has the past seven months been for Granada? We suffer as usual. We stayed as usual in the last four years, so we succeeded in the objectives. We are just hoping this season uh, it's not that dramatic, let's say. Uh, so we, we hope to see uh, yeah, a lot less suffering in this year and let's, let's get the objective done. And what about Udinese, Paolo? Ah, last time we were talking, we were like, uh, you know, Udinese was trying to keep, like, stay like in Serie A. We managed to stay in Serie A, but of course, like, uh, what the supporter wants is a European Cup or a Champions League, as in the past. So, of course, you know, like, talking about the supporter side of the point of view, we're not really happy. Even the fact that like, Watford got promoted for a lot of, like, supporters in Italy was meaning, okay, more money, I'm going to go, like, to Watford, because, you know, there's more interest in there. When, I, when we spoke, were talking a few months ago, I told, I told you that, you know, the Postal family is really good uh, managing, like, the teams as, like, a business. Yeah, it's a bit like a sort of transitional period and it's a bit tricky for the supporters because they know they don't know if like the post family is there for Udinese or like for Watford or for Granada. Last time you know we were together I would imagine not so many fans were walking up it wasn't quite as crowded as we saw Blackburn play Watford and Watford scraps a sort of one nil win it was a terrible game. Impressions so far I mean is there any difference would you say? Uh, well, definitely, it's a lot more. It's a lot warmer, and I, and I think it's going to be a good match. Uh, uh, well, I've, I've been uh, what I've been seeing of uh, Watford in the previous matches. Uh, they've been doing well. Also, Crystal Palace, uh, to be frank. So we hope. To, uh, well, I, obviously, I want to see Watford win, but uh, I want to want to see a, a nice match. And I think we we have everything for it. Uh, we have nice weather today. I think it's going to be quite full the stadium, right? Hopefully, I think it might be a sellout. But who knows? <laughs> so yeah, oh, let's uh, let's uh, let's. I'm waiting, looking forward for it.
What about you, Paolo? Impressions? No, no it's, it's an amazing day, nice weather. Everyone's in a good mood, so I hope we're going to win. And, uh, yeah, I can feel it, you know. I feel it under my skin. So, I mean, win. <laughs> I mean, we're now, so we, we've got the stadium in sight. Obviously, there's slight, yeah, slight look like a, differences. Yeah, exactly. We're going to we'll walk down um, Occupation Road. No, but you know, the good thing about all, like, the... Also, management, management, etc., etc. It's about like investing in the infrastructure. That's quite important to build like a good team. What about you, Pablo? I mean, Paolo came nice. to the last game of the season. We're just walking alongside the Elton John stand at the moment, which would be would have been completely different back in February. Yeah. Thoughts? Yeah, Any impressions? Yeah, yeah. the picture with uh, Igalo, you remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember well. It's uh, it's it's a lot nicer than than the, than before. Yeah, so. Actually, like the first time I came here was like uh, when Granada played here this friendly game, which was like what, two years back, two yeah. summers back. It was absolutely completely different. It's a lot nicer now, and and it's it's it definitely proves that uh, the commitment of the well, the management with the with the team is uh, you actually invest in the, in, the, in, well, in the infrastructure of the club. Uh, it's something that it's going to last forever, well, uh, for a lot of years. So it's something that actually already belongs to to, to Watford, to the city, to the fans, and it's uh, it's very very important. Uh, we we have something similar in, in Granada. They are about to. Vidra. I think we yeah. may have just walked past Vidra. Is that right? Yeah, Vidra. We miss Vidra. But yeah, I mean, very brief final thoughts before we go into the grounds. You think it's a good thing, and would you say there are comparisons with with Granada? Yeah, what I was saying is that it's well, the posts are actually doing something similar in Granada. We are about to start using the new training fields. It's a brand new installation for the all the teams. Sorry, not only for the for the A team, but also for all the young teams. It all proves that. Uh, the management actually takes care of the club from the, from the basement. It's very important for the future success of the team. Yeah. And Paolo, very briefly, just before we go in, you're impressed? Yeah. The guys here did a really good job. It's taking like the stadium in like the 21st centuries. So it's good. And I hope like this kind of, uh, you know, works of like updating the stadium are going to last for a while to make it like a really nice base. Uh, for the future of this team. What else? Well, I think, uh, yeah, what else? We go in. We go into the, uh, into the ground and... No, let's see the stadium from the inside now. We see we'll the outside. We see the outside and it looks really pretty and fancy and like, you know, sharp and clean or whatever. Let's see the inside. If the facilities are up to our like, demands, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. We're going to go in, we'll enjoy the match and we'll have a chat afterwards in the pub. So we're sitting here in the pub after what was, I would say, a fairly dire performance here all round. We're not here to talk about that specific match. I'm Tim Walkley, as I said at the beginning of the podcast, and I'm very lucky to be joined by Pablo, Granada fan, and Paolo, Udinese fan, who, well, maybe we should go to you first. Paolo, you're very happy. Why is that? <laughs> Partially happy, because when there's a one, we're losing one nil at the beginning of your game. And we won like now, so the second uh, game that we win, like this season, so like it's an improvement. But um, on today's performance, from what you saw, Pablo, who stood out for you, if anyone? Don't really know. Uh, I like actually, like they, I think they did. Uh, Kashi Anya was uh, MVP of the match. He, he tried a lot on his on his wing, 
It was good. There was not enough mobility in the in the front. I think they should have tried to shoot a bit more. Uh, they, I don't think they even tested the, the keeper. They they were just trying to pass the ball, pass the ball, and you know at some point you need to to at least try to shoot. But still, it wasn't the best game, so uh, not not uh, not a game to say. Yeah, that was a good, yeah, good performer for either, either either side, I would say. What about you, Paolo? Would you echo those those thoughts? Uh, actually, this one is the first game I see from what for the season. What really like not disappointed me, but you know, like made me feel a bit like thinking about what for is like no midfield playing. You know, like there were long passes trying to get to the net without like building up something. It's a bit what's happening like with Udinese. I don't know. If we bought like a new midfielder just for that reason, you know. Uh, at the end of the day, you need to build like, your, your occasions to go to the net. It's just going to come as a miracle. <laughs> so if you don't build something outside of the area, like, you know, the area, it's like, you know, useless. That's certainly something I've noticed this season. It has been a bit more long ball. Pablo, you probably know Kike Sanchez-Flores better than most people. Actually, uh, what, what I what I saw is that they were trying actually to uh, to move the ball, and they were actually trying to just get in into the box. Uh, I, I I don't think that I mean sometimes a long ball it's it's required, uh, but I don't think it's it's either. It's not the way uh, Kike has played with uh, all the teams in Spain. He definitely I think he's a he's a very good manager for for what for. Uh, he has a good record in 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 Spain and uh, well actually I would like it and I would like him to be to be Granada's manager to be frank he <laughs> he's, he's, he's really good so I don't know let's see uh, let's see how the rest of the season goes well you, you started well you have uh, victories you have the defeats like today but uh, as soon as you are keeping uh, yeah fighting I think you you will be tired I won't say that you will have uh, Probably team to be like in the top uh, half of the table, but yeah, from the from the team down, uh, there's there's going to be a big fight. So and definitely you you'll be there and and hopefully you you, you won't you won't suffer much. Do you, I mean, do you, do you see similarities between the way that we played today and the kind of the, the position that we're in compared to how Granada started when they first came into the La Liga? Yeah, probably. We we had a good start of the season that, that year, and it uh, yeah, it's, there are some similarities. Uh, it's obviously from when when you are out of the top tier for a few years, it's always uh, it's always everything is a bit new for the fans. Uh, you need to take uh, advantage of that wave that is pushing you and and, and the fans and, and and the team should should also. I mean, they're they're obviously aware of that. At the same time, you know what I've noticed, like with Udinese, that uh, players are always performing really well with like big teams against Juventus, Inter Milan, AC Milan. They're playing well, and when we meet like the sort of like our level teams, like I don't know Bologna, whatever, we struggle. I don't know if it's like about a lack of motivation. A lot of like players see like Udinese like a, a sort of like middle point in their career, so they see Udinese as like you know. In between, between like you know, being no one and be like in a big team. So I don't know, but like this one can affect Watford as well. Well, we, I mean, we play better, I would say, away from home. We played a confident performance against Newcastle last week. Is that similar to Granada? Is Granada Stadium? Is it a fortress? Oh, it's definitely not a fortress. We have we we lost the three matches we played there this year, and definitely it's it's it's, it's the same. It, it's happening to us as well. Okay, we're playing away. Uh, we have a victory at Hetafe, and yeah, we were defeated by Real Madrid and Valencia. Uh, but we play really well against them, and it's probably because 
teams when you they come at Granada, they expect you to take over the game, to be in control all the time. And probably we feel a bit better, okay, without the ball, let's say. Uh, we had the ball, but we press uh, very high, and we we've, somehow we've been playing a lot better away than home. I hope this changes because a team which is in the in the bottom part of the table, like in the second half, you need to secure points at your uh, at home. Uh, you will get points away, but you, you cannot you cannot just lose that many points uh, at home. Yeah, even like an, like a draw on points is always useful at the end of the season, especially yeah. at home. Yeah. Moving on, Alan Yom didn't have his best performance today. Got substituted after what 65, 70 minutes. He's been a revelation at Watford up until this game. For the first uh, five games this season, he's been fantastic. Now, as far as I'm aware, he is one of the players, along with Odion Igalo, who's made up this sort of hero's wall at Granada. I don't know if you're aware of this, but Granada have made one of their turnstiles as like a hero's wall. I haven't seen it myself. I read it on, on, on press. Yeah, they, 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 uh, they both were uh, almost legends in, in the last... Four, year, four or five years in Granada. I think that the conditions uh, Alan Young has are quite good for the Premier League. It's, uh, he's really physical, he's, uh, he's, he's quite strong, he's really, he's really fast. And, and in the last three, two or three years, he's been defending better and better in Granada. So I think he's going to do, do a very, very good season in here. Uh, he's normally quite solid, quite consistent. He wouldn't be the best one attacking, but uh, from time to time he he has also good performances attacking. And uh, but he will be uh, yeah very very safe on that uh, right back of the of what for it's it's well covered. Well, I mean he looks incredibly solid. But my next question is, does it frustrate you that a player like him who's played? five seasons at Granada if he played anything like he plays at Watford at Granada then I if I were a Granada fan I'd be incredibly annoyed to see him go you had Miguel Layun who's now playing at Porto you have Juan Carlos Paredes who was on the bench today but hasn't really featured at all do you or other Granada fans feel annoyed about the way that what seems to me and what seems to a lot of other Watford fans is preferential treatment towards Watford. I wouldn't say it's preferential treatment. They were in Granada for well, quite a few seasons, uh, both of them. And I think they both wanted to fly away. I cannot say that uh, some people actually may, may think that. But to be frank, if you, if you think of the model they have established in Granada and uh, it's normal that we have uh, players uh, coming, players on loan, and after a few seasons, if they perform well, they might go somewhere else. Some of them might go to what for? Some of them they might perform even better, and they might sell them. I, I don't think that's, that's a bad, that's a bad thing. And as soon as they cover that position well with all the players, and uh, I think that the right back, we just got a player from Benfica, which is who's performing pretty decently. So just the way football works. So, with that in mind, would you expect, and this is to both of you, but would you expect Watford players to go to Granada, to Udinese? If so, I want both of you to pick. Who would you want? I'll pick Gerardo, yeah. I think at some point it can, it can happen. It's just the same, same that uh, Granada players go on loan to Watford. It could be uh, very easily the other way around. And as I said, yeah, I will, if I had to pick one of your players now, it would probably be Jurado. Why? 
I don't know, uh, Hurado, it's, uh, he's, 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 he's pretty good. He's, uh, he has a lot of mobility in the, in, the, in the midfield. He has a good shot. Has a good shot. We, we could see it on that, uh, on that fall that uh, went straight to the, to the bar. I wouldn't say that uh, we have that many players in that position that could do well. Paolo? Angela? Uh, no, after you're <laughs> answering like a really difficult question, because you're talking about, I'm a winner supporter, but at the same time I'm a sort of businessman. <laughs> So I see like the both the side of the thing. What the Posto family is trying to do is like to build like a responsible team. <laughs> they can like play in the league they were playing and uh, do good results. If I have to choose one of the players to see like him play in Udinese from Watford, it would be like probably like, Abdi. Because it reminds me a lot about uh, Inler. It can happen with like youth players, so young players like like building up like, you know like in the team and then move to somewhere else. I don't think like the big players, like the really good players, are going to move from Granada or from Watford to Udinese. They're going to get sold, I imagine. I don't know. Maybe Vidra. Vidra. <laughs> Super Mets. I would like to <laughs> send him back to Udinese. I'll ask you, Pablo, first. Are Granada fans concerned now that Watford are in the Premiership? The last time we spoke, they're not. <laughs> I uh, don't know. Uh, to be frank, I cannot say. I cannot. I cannot speak for the whole Renato fans. I don't know. I don't think so. Whoever understands what the model is should have any 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 fears of that happening. At some point, given how the way the Premier League works, uh, it's not that Watford gets uh, more money than Renato for say TV rights and stuff like that. Mm. So at some point, it's normal that they have bigger investment in in Watford because they generate that money. It might happen that that changes in Spain. There are fighting to have new TV um, uh, rights or new yeah, new contracts. Very big part of the stake uh, for Real Madrid and Barcelona. Then yeah, Atletico Madrid, Valencia, they got a lot of money. But then small teams, they get, let's say, one-tenth or one-twelfth of what Real Madrid or Barcelona get. So that makes it very difficult to yeah, fight. I think the, the, the model that the Pozzo family has is it's very clear. Like, not spending more than what you're getting. Try to get young players, try to make them progress well and potentially sell them. Paolo. Yeah, yeah. The really funny thing that you were asking about this, this question that I can answer for what uh, like the supporters think before answering what I think. So what if football supporters from Udinese are thinking at the moment about the order what for another situation is that we're selling out. So we're moving all the players to the best uh, to what for and whatever. I don't think it's partially true. As Pablo was saying... But where, where do you hear that, though? <laughs> well, here. I'm in touch with like, the Italian supporters. For example, I can give you like, a nice example. Like, you know, like, uh, since Udinese is mainly managed by Gianpaolo Pozzo, that is like the father of Gino Pozzo. So Gino Pozzo is in charge of Granada and uh, Watford, while Gianpaolo Pozzo is in charge of Udinese. So what I heard from like the Udinese supporters is like uh, Gino Pozzo go back to London. <laughs> That's not really a nice you know, chant, whatever. So what? So fans are chanting this then? Yes. So of course, this like uh, being part of like a system that is like uh, comprehending, like comprehensive, like we reckon a Spanish team and an English team, this is like a threat. I don't think it's going to be like a big problem for the majority. The point is, like the, I haven't seen like uh, Di Natale or like uh, big players moving from Udine to Watford. Most of the players that we move to Watford are like players that need to develop. 
So there were players that didn't express their 100% in Udinese. So I don't think we're going to have to see this. From my like objective point of view, without talking about like Udinese supporters, I don't think this is a problem. But of course, seeing like the majority of Udinese fans, how they think, they see like uh, Granada and Watford as a treat for like the Udinese football team. <laughs> I don't know. I support Watford because I'm in London, so I like to see like players that maybe grow up like in Udinese, playing here in London, etc., etc. I hope in the future some of these players move, will move back to Udine. Maybe if we're gonna qualify for the European leagues, it's gonna be like a good experience for them to play in a different like you know leagues. The point is like good players cost money, really good players. And uh, when you're like Udinese and you buy Sanchez for nothing, and then you sell it to Barcelona, and then it comes to Arsenal. You see the like the business side of the game. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you saw the bit. I mean, we haven't really had time to kind of get onto this, but we did see the business side of the game with 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 Vidra, Vidra that, yeah, um, that John kind of touched on in one of the earlier podcasts. Two point five million pounds he sold to go out on loan uh, to Reading. There's a ten million pound buyout clause yeah. if you if they want to sign him, which is, is like a good deal. Like a good margin on it. <laughs> so I mean, we've we've not got much much time left, but. My question to you is that the first podcast that we did was called Brothers in Arms. Now, obviously, we, we, three, we three obviously are friends, but are the three clubs still as united as they were seven months ago? Pablo. I do think so. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know if they were that united, like, together, let's say, seven months ago. I don't see, I don't see it different now. At some point, if results are good, they will be fine. If results are bad, you'll blame whoever you can blame for. If Udinese lose the games, if Granada lose the games, if Watford loses, they are going to look for well, who is responsible, maybe because we don't have that player. If they win, we will all be friends. So. Paolo? I really like this point of view about responsibility on the, on the teams, not on the, <laughs> on the ownership. To be fair with you, like speaking like as a friend, yes, this kind of like a business relationship between the three teams, for Udinese fans, yeah, a fan. not all of them. I don't think like this uh, sort of friendship is gonna last. Actually, I'm really happy that we have like uh, you Spanish. Don't, you don't think you're lost? No, it's not gonna create pro troubles. Yeah, it's not Just gonna. Just because we win today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> happy because we won today. But no, because uh, at the end of the day, we do like our uh, transfer market and moving players before the season. Uh, at the beginning of the season, for any of the, these teams, like Granada, Watford and Udinese, there was a plan. If the plan doesn't work, it's not about the players or how the team has been put together, it's about other reasons, I think. This season is going to be particularly hard for Udinese, on the supporters' side, for this reason, because Watford's been promoted, and there's been a lot of polemics around being, Watford being promoted and all the money going to Watford. But I don't think, like, uh, at the end of the day, that this partnership between the three teams is going to end up, like, damaging one team in particular. We'll have to leave it there. Thank you both very much. Pablo Polo, Granada fan, fantastic. Paolo Pascolo, Udinese fan, a very happy Udinese fan. I'm Tim Walklate. This is a From the Rookery End short. Thank you very much. Thanks, guys. Thank you. A podcast by Watford fans. 
for Watford fans. This is from the rookery end. <laughs> 